chapter two in this section, section, section four. And this is Yisrael ben Amim. Really, we ended off the last chapter with this incredible Maisa about Rav Kivovitz. We spoke about the Kivovitz uh, who was out hiding during the Nazi occupation. He was in a pit. He was frozen, covered in filth. And made this declaration that Kodesh Baruch Hu, starving, freezing, covered in filth, and knowing that I could be discovered and shot any moment. And the president, in a comfortable bed, warm and well-fed, protected by the army of the strongest nation, and I would never take the option of switching places with him. And he says, Baruch Hashem, That's really the segue into this next chapter, which this is one of the most fundamental, and it's perhaps even the core ethos of, right, the fundamental principles of Klai Yisrael is the Avdol Aschem and the Amim Li Asli. There's really two, two aspects of that Pasuk. The Avdol Aschem, the Muslim of Havdalah, the Li Asli, that we are Takarish Baruch Hu, right, that the Havdalah is not just Tama Havdalah. Havdalah is that we are connected to Takarish Baruch Hu and the nations are very much disconnected. And this plays out in an incredible way when a person's out there in the world, among the world, and as he says in the, in the days of yeshiva, when a person's found in the case of Yismedrash, it's very easy to distance oneself and disconnect and not have any connection to the world around us. How often do we go out there, right? In yeshiva, maybe you go out for, a, for a, to the drugstore once in a while and you get to the cleaners, and that's about the extent of the involvement with the world around us, and when you have off Shabbos, you, know, you see the bus driver. Right, so that's that's about the extent of it, maybe. Right, maybe a little more. But Lamaisa, right? The, the in the in the world when a person lives and works and is very much part of the world, right, it's a it's a different reality. And like you mentioned back, the beginning of this section, at first it may appear very very surprising, right? To have this. Muslim that we, we've, we've heard maybe or been taught of Shikra Zagoy and how that maybe some have truth to it, but there's a lot of not necessarily as accurate picture. And we see Goyim who are nice and who are proper and have certain things. And we spoke about that in the beginning of this section. And then Ryan went on to show how, as much as there is something there, the, the level of what we have and the, the, the differences is English Shire. But Lamaisa then. The, the more that one's among right, the world around them, it's it's, uh, it's difficult and challenging not to want to be able to be fitting in and to feel comfortable and they should feel comfortable. And it's, it's, it's a very, very interesting thing. So Kosh Baruch Hu created man as a social being. And Kosh Baruch Hu put a teva into every single person that we want to be among people that we're comfortable with, they're comfortable with us and that we fit in, we connect, and he says more than that, we accomplish most effectively as a group. Right? The Muslim of a harusa is not a, not a it's not a concept which is which is relevant to, to the animal kingdom. It doesn't it's not, it's not shayach. Right? Don't, right? We we ex, we thrive. We can have interaction and we can talk and we can work and we can be together. The Muslim of a team. The Muslim of a atheist had an incredible fundraiser and teams. Right? People uh, thrived off each other and and right? but it, it's. It's because that's where Kosh Baruch Hu created us. It's a different, like unlike the ants or the bees or any any the, any the the musig of the of the world around us who all are part of ecosystems, right? right? It's 
there's they just they also have a natural aspect of working together, but in terms of the the thriving and how much we we give to each other, it's something. And it says we have the option to obviously opt out. People could opt out of being part of groups, but like so we every healthy individual has a, has a powerful drive that they, they keeps them going when they're part of something. That's the most of of collaboration and, and teamwork. All this is very powerful. Anyone who's in, in the work world knows that when the, the team working efficiently together, much more powerful it is. I remember like when the first time when just a few years back when we brought Raquel Fanon to the team and Baruch Hashem now it's Rabbi Kugel and it's, it's like it's older from mostly like and until then I was like I was trying to just figure it out myself. It was like and it was it was and Baruch Hashem there were many people helping out but it's not the same as we have a team that, that's sort of it works together and trying to have have similar goals and trying to accomplish things. The whole music of that. So when when we are by very nature a, a team with people who are of opposite and different cultures, it's 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 challenging. It's challenging to have the havdalah because we don't naturally want the havdalah. Not because if we want to be like the gayim, but but since we're among people like that, there's shemusig. I remember once I was discussing with um, Rizav Cohen in Chicago. He's talking about a person who is contemplating. He's very involved in his Chesh Mishpachel, which I was supposed to be part of for a number of years, and also gets involved in many other business aspects, not just in halacha per se, Yashkafa. And, and once there was someone discussing with him about being being a partner with a woman and, uh, in the business. And he's saying, he's saying, so I remember him saying, like, I can't say there's no halachic issue with that. It's not us to be a partner with a woman. He said, but what's going to happen like when you complete this great deal together? And like, you know, you manage to accomplish. It was like, there's a natural feeling of like wanting to like celebrate together and, and connect together, right? Which is, which is a, a natural phenomenon, that, that, which is a healthy phenomenon, you know? And, and, and you do that together with a woman? Like, and that's, uh, and then you get to a situation where persons on, on a team, not just with other other goyim, but the woman and like, great, you know, and, and like this, this this whole mustic becomes very very challenging. So the opposite gender has its own particular challenge. It's not even focusing on that right now. We'll get to that later on. But even in the, in the same gender, but the mustic of wanting to keep a mustic of havdalah at the same time when we're working together and very much connected together is is very difficult. And he says that. Uh, the process starts with things that aren't halachic, but he calls yeshiva custom. Right? And yeshiva custom is a certain masakim of, of how a person acts. And he says that, he says the same number of areas, we gets a little, a little later on, right, where he talks about clothing and language and bonding and cultural constructs, like which a person will talk about those areas later on. But all those things aren't necessarily, they're not, they're not halachic areas, but there's certain things that keep, Certain to a certain person, to a certain level, who they are and how they act, and the refinement of the person is, and when those things start breaking down, it gets into um, very difficult matzav of to keep havdala when the, when the, when there's breakdown, and he says. Next, first he says first the things that aren't halachic, and then he goes. Then he gets the things that are, that are halachic, but they're gray areas, and then he finds that a person starts pushing the boundaries a little bit further. We're trying to find the cooler. Probably the most famous example of this is like you know shaking hands with a woman, which is a big, obviously a very big halachic topic, and 
Now there are there makilim and there's machirin, and we're not going to the halachic discussion right now. But you know, in every area, especially where 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 halacha gets involved, and then a person you know looks potentially to push the push the envelope, not because they want to push the envelope, because again, this is this feeling of wanting to be able to be connected and fitting in, which is a normal natural feeling. But but without the boundaries, it makes it very very difficult. But it's 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 something that you have to like live within. Like the whole idea of the teamwork aspect is part of the the lichatchila kind of work that you're 100, trying right. to. So the the setting up the boundaries kind of have to work within that framework. Hundred percent. He said later on, which is interesting. He mentions here. I just saw this little yeah, a little later on in the chapter. Talked about the Reichman. I just mentioned this. Can you we were talking about this? I just read the book. Um, that uh, Israel Besser wrote on, on Paul Reichman, fascinating book. Mamash fascinating. I think it's especially for someone who's in the working world. It's Mamash Achayv Kadosh. Should read this book. There's very there's very few books written on, on Balabatan. Uh, I know of two. Shlemi Gross, which was a fascinating book on Shlemi Gross. Fascinating. What? I saw, I saw the book. Yeah, it's a fascinating book. I, I got that hold. Uh, he, he was a fascinating person. He was he was a person who was. Uh, it, it's. Uh, no, 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 no. He was, he was a transport stock. Also, like, a very fascinating person. Um, but he has... Paul Rechman was probably more... He was, was a very different personality, very different. I, and not to, anyways, you know, compare or contrast. That's not really important. But there's probably only two books I think they're written by about Balabatim. And the book of Paul Rechman in particular is a extremely hush book. I mentioned this one story, which I have to mention again. I just love this story so, so much. He was... He went to New York... For a business meeting, and he was him, a business partner, and meeting a fellow in New York for a business deal. And his partner got there first, and he came like a like a drop late, and he was waiting. He was in the waiting room, expecting to join the meeting. It was like ten o'clock, whatever it was, and like know, five, ten, twenty, still waiting in the waiting room. Ten thirty, much for a half hour. And like after like a half hour, the the New York person who was who they were doing this deal with. Folks sent him to the waiting room and turns to the secretary and says, What's with did Mr. Reichman show up yet? And he sees Reichman sitting there in the waiting room. He's like, He's guys sitting the whole time. Why don't you let him in? So he says, The next secretary says, I thought it was a rabbi collecting money. And he looked like, you know, he looked at a beard and saying, Look, he had a chosh of a upon him. So I thought it was rabbi collecting money. So Mr. Reichman put on his coat and, and, and says, I'm leaving. He says, This is what happened. He says, A business or an office. That they treat a rabbi as collecting. They could just sit there, no one could bring him a drink and give him the time of day. I don't do business with such such places. And he walked out. So I'm, I'm done. So the, the, he said the most thing was, as Mr. Reich, when he was fine sitting for a half hour, as a Mashallah, he wasn't. That that was the godless and the nice thing. So someone was, if you treat me that way, it's fine. You can treat a businessman that way. You don't keep me waiting. I have no problem with that. But if you can treat a rat, you know, a, a person, a Rashiva or something like that way, like it. Yeah, that, that's it's like that was a that's one mice there which like that mice blew me away. That was a hush, a hush mice. Anyway, there's a mice here where he talks about. It sounds like there was an earlier book about the Rechman's and Theo Bianco. I don't know what that is. He mentions here that there's a guy. I think there's guys like this, this, stuff. this must be a Gaisha book. It sounds like a Gaisha writer. <laughs> so he says how how Mr. Reichman, the the people in his office knew nothing about anything about the private life. Simcha is this and that, like which is a big dilemma. You know, when a person has a simcha. Do you invite the Gaish people from the office? Do you invite, you know, like, and, and it gets involved with the Kiddush sometimes, but there's, there is a Muslim against the Rechman's able to maintain that balance of, like, d- completely divorcing 
their business world from their personal life. And for this music, I'm like, you know, we're, you're not part of my home life. You're part of my business world. That's why, that's why I relate to you. So that's, a, I think, a good example where a person can make, even when they have it's this... Not it's, it's not, not easy. Yeah. It's not easy. It's not easy. Yeah, and, it's, and it could be something that's not even appropriate to do it. But again, that it's a Muslim to strive for. And, and an example of something where a person can keep and is able to keep their, their professional life totally divorced from their personal life. And that means... You know, it's so common in the Jewish world. This is so common, especially you know, you're all in Kroger's and the person is talking to Baker about about uh, all the, the whole personal life stories, like you know, on on the counter there. It's all there. it's Mamish all there, right? It's it's very much part of of culture. Everything's on the table. We talk about everything, discuss everything, right? We we don't we shouldn't be that way, right? We don't we don't I don't we don't discuss our, our personal aspects of our life with our coworkers. That's a certain intimacy that you gain to a coworker that. That is crossing a boundary of like all of a sudden now I'm I'm more than just a team of of people working together. Now we have some personal relationship as well. That's whole thing. We'll go to other examples the as well. Of the millennials though of our thing it's totally changed from that kind of like back in the heyday like and uh-huh. and uh, Mr. Reitman's age bracket that was something like you know there was personal life. You can get you can get away with you that. You can do that right. Nowadays, the whole shock of millennials mm. is they have no problem being on Facebook while they're working, right. but they also don't have no problem answering a work call at 10 o'clock at night. Right. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no right. boundaries before. So, so, That's so, all because of the smartphone and because right. of the whole thing. It's broken down. Whether but, uh, you, but it happens to me. I know my it was like that, meaning she was able to maintain that. But also because if you conduct your life a certain way, so then they also don't necessarily feel comfortable Sharing. sharing their lives with right. you. Right. Like, you like my wife would right. walk in to where they were eating lunch and like certain things they were suddenly stop talking about. Like, no, oh, that's oh, but then she's good. Right. And that's, I, th- yeah. I thought it's a very harsh thing. still had to find one coworker that she could talk to because every person needs to have, but but it wasn't as a as a group. It was, it was uh, yeah, and, the, and there could be a certain, le- right, certain level of, of interaction. It was not a uh, right. more, more upstanding. Yeah. Right? Right? I'm saying, and, and uh, but if there is a Muslim, and, and you're right, the world for carrot is so is so break, such a breakdown between personal and, and and professional lives that that's why so much more of a reason to be able to need to, to maintain those those boundaries and to not one of the boys, right? Okay, I'm saying, right. and it could it could be that certain point that right. it, could be, it could be insulting if you don't. But so if again every situation is different and you can't. You know, dama every every milsa to milsa, but there is a mustig of, of maintaining a certain level of boundary, and and the, and the importance of that gufa because of something which is such you know such a, such a breakdown in that, and you know he says that what's the Rambam here, right? The Rambam talks about chukas akum, just the, the, going the ways of of the non Jews. Just read the the lashon of the Rambam. Requires that a person doesn't in any way try to be metamen to them. Not the way we dress, not in our hairstyle. <laughs> And it should be clear. There should be something clear about, right? 
in, dress today in, in the work world is is becoming more and more and more and more casual. It's just that's the messiest. Right? The mystic of a, a student tie that doesn't exist anymore. Right? Maybe lawyers and, and even that like you know so it doesn't. So when we when a person walks into an office, if it's a uh, you know and, and that looks different, it looks clearly looks different. It sets, it sets a, I'm, I'm not the same as you. Not the same as you. I, I, yeah. I, I, I have because on Friday was you wear jeans. Dress, dress down day. So Friday, yeah. you know, I come in whatever I'm working here for a few months. Finally, someone says to me, "You could wear jeans on Friday." <laughs> and then I said, okay, right. <laughs> right. But then you I'm know what? Right, but but, but they realize it's different, and that's a good thing, you know. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard because like I said no one likes to feel different. No one like, but how goofy this music like of, of of being moved over is 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 an important thing. The same way we moved the made we we're different than we think. The way we in our thought process that should be expressed in the way we talk. Right? It's the the biggest compliment in the world is to stop using the vapor around you. It's the biggest compliment in the world. Oh, sorry. Right? And yeah. and I I and I've, I've find that it's such a it's the biggest compliment. Right. Just being dressed as a person is already enough today. Right. In my office, I had a cousin, and they had to put a dollar in him if they did. If they, if they, and they were, one time when a couple of guy was in a bad mood, he like took out a whole bunch of money. <laughs> <laughs> it should cover it. <laughs> okay. We have to raise the level that that you shouldn't even need that. No, I, uh, I was just having uh, a conversation with someone about just the. Where does the, the, the white shirt and the whole thing come from in the early Shiva world? And which place do we have to do that? And like, well, where does that even come from? And why do we have to even comply with that? So this, in a way, there's like some component to that as well. That just, just in it's, general, it's, the way you dress. Yes, yeah, it's a chashivas audience, right? It's a certain level of dress that, that we... We, uh, we we look different. The shivachar is 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 nicker and and a, a bentayri is nicker, right? That he's, right? He's not going to go wear jeans and and this stuff, right? It's it's. Right? No, I, I even yeah. had the I was sitting in my little desk cubicle, and it was like a sweatshirt, whatever, hanging on a hook. And I, but I was sitting next to it. I wasn't lying. Is that your special? <laughs> they were like surprised. But he said, I don't think you wear something like that. And I said, it's yeah. just like a little... yeah, right. That's the biggest compliment. Yeah. Right, and that's uh, my clothing, which is miyuchal to them, and she is a pretty good example. The the way that the hairstyles, like 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 theirs. That's glorious when shaving the sar, leaving the middle. Which is by the way they. They, they shave their heads. There's all the different ways how they how they going to act. Fine. What? So these are all right. So he says the Rambam is explaining that sincerely her beliefs naturally pervade every aspect of personal expression. That means that the way we dress, act, the way we here, all these things, they are an expression of us, of the self. He says, it's very fascinating, he says, a person who is an arrogant, a pompous person, a shy person, dress differently. It's clear. Right? Because why? Well, because dress is an expression of a person. It's me, I'm expressing myself through my clothing. Right? Which is why I sometimes have a hard time like with dress codes and snap, because I can't express myself through my clothing when I'm, when I'm forced to dress code. But 
beyond the world of dress codes, is a mustag of expressing themselves. Right? It's an artistic person, an academic person, won't have the same dress. Right? An artistic person is louder and more colorful and this and that. And a more academic is much more bland, this and that. Right? Because hagufa, it's an expression of themselves. And the Ramam says, that, and that's, that's what the Ramam is saying, is that when we want to express ourselves, we have to express ourselves that we're different. That's Kufa's that's expressing our, our, our difference, our distinction between the world around us. And that's the way we show this Havdalah, right? particularly through dress, as, as one of the primary ways of, of expression. So he takes it one step further, and he says, because of in Ezra and the, and the Ramban, they were forbidden to emulate the form of worships of other religions, even for the sake of, of worshiping Hashem. He says that, in other words, he says that there's no, there's no way of serving that's, that's, that's neutral. The form of worship itself is an expression of that connection to the Avodah Zarah. And to imitate that in any way is itself a way of imitating that form of expressing. Um, to, uh, the form the beginning. Yeah. The organ. Was, right. was, was, the organ was a huge thing. It was right. like that. Bima that was, the, uh, right. The, they, they, when they brought the organ in, right, the Ramamash, that was, there was, there, told there was a clear distinction between you know, we connect to Kaddish Baruch Hu and have the level of the, the world around us. And they brought it in. They brought it in. They brought the organ in and then we, get, we, can, we, can, we can worship through that way, that way as well. And without realizing the, 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 the breakdown and barrier between, right, of, of, of serving. So he quotes the, these the four areas of Havdalah. Cultural constructs, we'll see what that refers to. Personal bonding, clothing, and language. So the first one is something which is you know, very, very prevalent in today's society. He calls it you know, the cultural world. There's a restaurant culture, there's a sports culture, a leisure culture. In other words, all these things, you know, are, they're not, they're not trafe. Right? First, to go to a restaurant, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Right, to be involved in, in, in sports, certainly playing sports, nothing wrong with that. Right? Leisure a person needs and, and, and it's beneficial to have times of going. But when it's created to a culture, that's what, of course, the boundary of being something which could be ultimately a good thing or healthy. I mean, something which is a, a religion almost, right? And becoming something which is a, a very much a definition of self. And that's, that's a place where, where, where you see in the, in the world out there, right, how... how Food slash restaurants can be made into a culture by itself. Sports certainly is, is, is probably from the greatest expression. And you know, many, many from her right that probably sports is the best thing to happen to Claudius well because it keeps the going busy and keeps them involved. But the but when it crosses over, it's becoming for 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 a person becoming a a zach, right? Something which a person's caught up into. You know, it's that's something which is breaking down that havdala. That's not meant to be something which is a zach by us. Which a person has, you know, use as recreation, etc. So he says, if a restaurant is made as a place to eat, is a meal. Okay, it's a wonderful. That that's for the service. But all of a sudden, when we start, you know, when it becomes a a, a whole culture revolving around it, Cincinnati, it's not that you don't have the Itzhara so much, but um, I guess in other places where they have a multitude of restaurants and uh, where a person can have eat at every night at a different restaurant for a year and I not go not repeat. Right, so that's a different, uh, different, mus- different mustig, and it becomes becomes much more of a thing. And Baruch Hashem, it's sure that we have a it's, we can bench. So you don't have that that struggle and that challenge and that. But it's it's something which can be, and, and certainly in places, it's a very real struggle. 
And sports is, is, is definitely more of a struggle. And you know, I see my own children. It becomes, you know, I, I myself as a child, right? I grew up following sports and I still have an affinity as, as anyone who ever spells sports. It just never goes away. Uh, but, you know, but it's a big, it, and 86 Mets and, uh, right? right. Yeah, yeah. How about I should be a Shamrock? You know, so it, but and but it's true. It's something which it's it's very hard. It's very much it it it's, and the same shracha, shracha. But um, yeah, I grew up going to games and being involved in following sports, and it's something which is you know which is still which is still the abrachim and you know have a type in the same way anymore or even really very but. Myself, if I had an opportunity to, you know, to see a game, I would be something which I probably would enjoy, and have some, you know, and so it's something which it has. It has a real pshacha to it. There's a real pull to it. Once so, Avraham Bachvogel writes that the the pull of sports is a koyach of a snatzchus of of being victorious. It's a kashbar who put this mida into us. To feel good about winning over the Eitzahara. That's what, that's what it was built for. This competitive aspect and then be able to win. The, the person thrives on that. We thrive on competition and winning. Isn't that? who gave us that Mida. Like every Mida, it can be used in, 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 in many different ways. And he says that that's the, that's the, the Eitzahara of sports. Mamash comes from that Mida, and which is meant to be used in a very positive way. And it can be used in a very positive way. And also could be used in a very... It's not terrible, but it's something which is not so not the, the use of the media was meant, was meant to be used in, especially when it gets involved in in, in idolizing you know, players and people who are certainly very far from from uh, people that we should be looking up to, and that's that's where it comes you know a culture and and that havdalah needs to be that, and it's it's hard it's it's very hard especially especially you know in, there's no question that we have we have more of a challenge of this than probably. Know, some living in a much more sheltered, um, sheltered reality. It's certainly, we have more of a challenge this, but we have to try as much as possible to create kedarim and create you know, boundaries. And, and we, yeah, why not? And again, it's a balance, especially with children. It's hard, you know. Or we always saying no. It also makes it hard. So it's it's something which you know we have to. But it's the music of, of the realization of how important it is to have that havdalah is 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 crucial. And he says that. You know, and and the same thing in, in you know the world of, of of leisure, the world of you know it can become something which is much more than just a time for getting away. And the last thing we'll just mention is says the next realm of Dal is mostly of, of binding. It says there's no question when people work together for an extended period of time, barriers tend to evaporate. It it, it just does. It's it, it And it says there's no question. Every person has to be honest, kind, and sensitive, and respectful to everyone around them. That's not a Shiloh, right? We don't ignore people. We don't right, look down on people. We don't put them down. We don't. That's that's not appropriate. That's not acceptable. It's not right. So, but there needs to be a very, there's a very fine line between being respectful and taking it to step beyond that, where a person is now interacting and bonding and connecting in a much more significant way. So we'll see more next week about this. You know, it's, it's a very a very hush of a. Ramam about how we treat even Eved with respect and with dignity even beyond what's required of the halacha. It's certainly the Muslim respect and dignity, but it, it still remains outside our, our social realm. That's that's really the Muslim we're trying to get to. We'll see more about that next week. Bezer Hashem.
Yeah. 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 Yeah.